Hey guys, welcome back to another show on Magic Mike. Now, today in the virtual studio, we have Ling Ya from KL. Hi, Ling Ya. Hi, thanks for having me here. Ling Ya, you're the host of So This Is My Why. Am I right? That's correct. Tell us more about your show. <laughs> so the show, it's really about me interviewing a very diverse range of people from all over the world about their why, how they found it, and how they turn it into reality so that everyone else can have a blueprint for how they could potentially build their own lives. Nice. And, you know, when you started out this podcast, did you have any pod- prior knowledge, you know, how to do a podcast or, you know, did you do a bit of research? Tell us, tell us more about that. So the funny thing is that I actually discovered podcasts about two years ago only. I didn't even know. I mean, when I say I discovered, I mean, I really didn't know what a podcast was when I listened to my first one. And you know, the host will always say, subscribe to my podcast. And I go, how? Where do you subscribe? Right. Where do you listen? Right. So I was that uncertain. But once I discovered it, I started listening to it for about half a year. And I felt like my world just expanded so much. And I became so aware that, there were so many diverse viewpoints, so many incredible stories. And of course, I was very much in the whole startup entrepreneurial world. So they will, of mm-hmm. course, naturally then say, if you want to do your own thing, you should start a podcast. So that kind of, I suppose, <laughs> filtered into my mind. And before I knew it, in half a year, I just went, I need to start my own too. And I just <laughs> never looked back. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And... You know, um, when you start off your podcast, because I see that you're actually, I think, 45 episodes into your podcast. Am I That's right? That's right. Yep. What has been your setup like? So what is what is your first setup and what is your current setup that you use for your microphones? Yeah. So it's very, very, very simple. I initially started with just Zancaster. And then it was Mm-mm. just, you know, Zancaster is so simple, right? You, there is no video. It's just pure audio. And then I thought, okay, some other people will start using Zoom as well. So why don't I try Zoom? And I was going between both. And I realized that the quality on Zancaster really wasn't that great. And I couldn't mm-hmm. see the person. Whereas with Zoom, the quality was superior and I could see the person. I could then have from the same interview an audio and also a video component to it. And I've mm-hmm. it's very, very simple. I know people have more elaborate setups like yourself, but I thought I want to keep it simple because I'm doing mm-hmm. it all by myself and this has proven to be completely fine so far. And what has been your first microphone and what is your current microphone that you use? So, it's a good question. This is my, okay, I should say up. So I'm using a Samsung Meteor mic. I've never changed mm-hmm. it. It's the same mm-hmm. mic. It's something that's very simple. I haven't found a reason to change so far. But yeah, that's all nice. I'm using. So you actually just decided to start a podcast and you just bought yeah. a mic for it. Wonderful. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's pretty that's pretty cool. Um <laughs> what platforms do you host it on? Yeah. So I use Red Circle. I really, really love Red Circle. I mean, I looked at all the different ranges and obviously you have all these things like um oh, I can't remember right now, but all these paying platforms. And I realized that there were limitations in terms of the size of the file, how long your episode's gonna be. And I knew each episode of mine, it was gonna come out weekly. It was going to be mm-hmm. long form as well. And in order to cater to that, that meant I have to go straight into a more complex or bigger package. And I just thought, I'm only just starting. Why on earth would I want to go to such a high level? And then mm-hmm. I found Red Circle, and there's obviously Red Circle and Anchor. And Red Circle was relatively new, and it seemed as though there was only good reviews about it. And it was completely right. free. And I figured, well, you know what? The only risk is if Red Circle collapsed. 
<laughs> it yeah, doesn't yeah, seem yeah. like it, right? <laughs> so I just thought, okay, I'm just gonna give it a chance because I haven't seen any bad reviews so far. And honestly, I've loved it so much. I have no regrets. It's so easy to just upload everything and it just sends it, it all out. You can have a chance to, you know, cross promote with different podcasts, which I believe is not something that's common. You can include your own assertions. It's really, really great. I have no regrets so mm -hmm. far. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I, I what you know, twenty twenty one has been like a year where I've seen a lot of apps came about, like Squadcast, Zencaster as well. You know, they've added the video element to it. Yes, um, yes. Then there's Squadcast. I mean, all these apps have added a video elements to it. And uh, what kind of apps do you use? Yeah, so I started initially with Audacity, and that's how I was mm. editing. And then I discovered this magical app called Descript. And <laughs> that's basically <laughs> the software that I use because I knew, okay, I really have to run everything myself. What's the most simple, the simplest way to do it? And I use Descript because now they also have a video component. So I just take the video element, dump it in and edit it. So you edit the transcript and it automatically edits the audio and video, right? And it's done and I can just extract it, create my daily audio snippets. It's perfect. So that's really mm -hmm. a very simple way of doing it. And then I just level it as well with Ophonics and send it out. You know, that's something very rare. Ophonics is something which is a hidden, hidden arsenal, I would say. Yeah, because but it's not, so easy. Not everybody knows about it. And it ah. sort of does a beautiful thing. And that's what I realized from, from doing these shows. Like, I think only one person has mentioned Ophonics so far. Mm, yeah, that, but that, it's so magical, isn't it? Like, you send it in, you just click, and it's done. And it levels out the audio perfectly. It's it's wonderful. It's a, it's it a magical app. And this script, this script is what I use to actually remove the filler words. It saves so much time. It does. It really, really it's does. Really and just great, searching. Yeah. Searching. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um. So do you edit your own shows? Um, yes. So you actually spend time and actually knock out the editing process and yeah. all that? Yeah, so I do everything myself, including editing. Mm. Editing really does take the longest time, I have to say. I do wonder sometimes mm. if I should be less strict about it, but I I don't know. I mean, like for me, I want it to mm -hmm. flow as much as possible. And so I suppose I do take a lot of time doing the editing. That's why I can't imagine doing this without the script. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's wonderful, you know, how these apps are actually um helping podcasters in that sense. That's right. Um, so, how do you promote your shows? Mm -hmm. So I promote across many, many different platforms. So there's obviously Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your normal platforms, and then uh, every single day. I will create this audiovisual component that I share on Instagram, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And those are really the main ways I do it. And I also go on this platform called Lunch Club. And it's really ah. a professional networking platform. And I love it because I love meeting new people. And so every single week, I might have one to three different meetups with different people. And we'll talk about our interests. And Lunch Club tends to try and align you with those who are in the same field of interest. So then, obviously, when I go and I share about myself in 45 minutes, I learn what they're doing. And then they go, oh, I read that you also run a podcast. And I mean, a lot of people say, right, mm -hmm. when you're just starting out, do things that don't scale. And for me, it's very much meeting new people all the time, learning what's out there, and also by saying, by the way, I'm also doing this. Would you like to know more about it? More often than not, they are the ones saying, I would love to know more about it. I would love to listen. I will let you know. And sometimes they will link me to people they know and say, I could link you up with this potential person as a guest. Mm -mm. 
that that is quite interesting because I used to lunch club as well. Uh-huh. I didn't see fit. I I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't really utilize the full benefit of it. I would say. Yeah. Um, but it was quite an interesting concept as to you know how you spend time just just you know just sitting down there and talking to the person. I think these are like coffee conversations where yeah. um you would have with the person, and I believe this is a recent app, right? Lunch club. Uh, it's a relatively so, new app. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's still very much by invite only. But I mean, mm-hmm. for me, I have loved it. I don't go in thinking I will definitely get something out of it. I just go in thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to have a 45 minutes conversation with yeah. a complete stranger. Who knows what might happen? And there are some people who will yeah. be like, oh, I subscribe. And they'll keep texting me and going, I'm still listening. I'm on your newsletter. So all kinds of things. So you never That's know. That's interesting. That's yes. very interesting how Lunch Club is actually helping podcasts. It is something it which is. I <laughs> something I mean, which I didn't have not I've not thought about. Yeah, I mean, I suppose because I learned very quickly that that's the big thing about podcasts, right? Distribution is such a huge issue, and the main mm. way there are two main ways to get your podcast out is really if you appear on other people's podcasts or word of mouth. How do you get word of mouth by just using your own small circle of people, right? You have to go beyond mm. it, and Lunch Club for me is just the perfect way of just jumping out into a completely different circle. Just reaching out to people. Yes. Um. You mentioned you actually do audio snippets earlier as well. Um, yes. So you actually do like um audiograms and actually publish it on social media. So I used to use Headliner and that was a pure audio thing, but now I use Canva. So I have a template and I just toss. I mean, I extract a snippet and I put the video into Canva because you couldn't do that now. I create the graphics and I send it back to the script. I know it's very long. And then I do the transcript for it, and then extract it and send it out. Ah, okay. So, so the bulk of the work is actually then done in this script. Yes. Canva is then used as a designer. That's right. Uh, tool. That's right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Now, uh, podcasting. You know, there are many beautiful things about podcasting. However, not everything is glamorous as it may seem. There would have been many challenges you would have came across. You know, talk us through one challenge, one of the biggest challenges you have as a podcast host. I think one of my biggest challenge remains the editing, just because of the time. It really, really does take so much of my time. It probably takes seventy, eighty percent of my time, and because I do weekly, so it's very much you are on this treadmill. You do your interview, you record it, and then it's editing. Create, spend half a day to create all the assets, and then you're already on to the next one. You can't ever, ever stop. So that's mm. for me. It's just a timing issue, and I think you know if I ever, for some reason, manage to monetize this, that would be the first thing that I outsource because that would free myself to really start to experiment, to reach out to other people, and really expand and do things that's not just rote, you know, by really doing trying something different. Gotcha. And now, let me put this in this way: If you had this magical app or magical tool <laughs> that sort of helps you solve a challenge, or it could be the challenge you just mentioned, any challenge, yeah. so what? What would it be? It would be editing for sure. You know, just magically helping me to not just take out filler words, not just to take out all the breathing sounds or the fact that people, you know, they never finish their sentences. We tend to say half a sentence and then stop, and then say a sentence again. If you could just be able to detect all that and just give me that perfect edited form, I will love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I mean, that's got to be a very strong AI, I would say. Yeah. They would very, really, 
very restrained, really understand where we're coming from and the accents as well. Because these script, they are not good with Asian accents. Americans, yeah, perfect. Asians are uh-uh, not good. Um, UK as well, I think. Um, UK is uh, pretty good. Yeah, with Asian, I think it's getting better mm-hmm. from the from day one since I used it. Yeah. It's getting better yeah. because I've tested it and not say yeah. I have the perfect command of um, English in that sense. So <laughs> I've seen the difference. Um, Huge it's, it's difference. In, yeah. yeah, I've edited, like, for instance, I had this American TV news anchor. Oh my gosh, 95% on the on point. Mm. Then I had a Singaporean, two Singaporeans on. Wow, mm. it was like 60% on. Half of it's not there. Well, it was really, really hard. Mm. But then I think that's where like the script are sort of adapting the AI to you know the spoken language in the Asian region. Yes. So I I, I that's why I, the first day when I used it it was it was hard to you know pick up those um yes words. But now I think it's just getting better and better. Recently yeah. when I used it, so my I'm, I'm happy that they're updating the app. Good I know. To see I know. Actually upgrading it. Yeah. They are constantly upgrading as well. Yes. They're always new exactly. features. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Lingya, there's been also a rise in audio rooms. Have you been on any? I mean, um, Clubhouse especially. Yeah, um, Clubhouse is one of my favorite places to be. But less so now just because the rooms are less interesting. I love Clubhouse because there are a lot of people there that I'm very interested in following. So I'm very interested in the whole tech startup world. Obviously, lots of people there. And so you've got people like Josh Constant, who also runs his weekly Thursdays. For us, it would be 9 a.m., press club rooms mm-hmm. and they talk a lot about the content creation creator economy passion economy i mean he's had people like the ceo of red circle was on it you know all these people constantly talking about the state of podcasting and so i love to just jump in and hear because that's where the new frontier is being found right for podcasting i love doing that i mm-hmm. listen to lots of rooms as well for instance guy kawasaki i was interviewing him and so in the lead mm-hmm. up to that, I would jump into all of his AMA rooms because it's very different listening to a person being interviewed and then a person just running a room, just chatting with anyone who's coming up and just sharing. Mm-hmm. So things like that or Harry Stabbings, because he also runs a podcast, 20VC, but then he's also doing it live. So it's just very fascinating for me to see what's happening there. Nice, nice. I mean, audio rooms are, I think, the future because yeah. Facebook are coming out with one. There's yes. Twitter Spaces. Yes. LinkedIn is coming out with one. Reddit is coming out with one. All yes. the major players are coming up with one. <laughs> everyone is coming up with one. Yes, yes, for sure. So it's Discord, it's, everyone. I, I think it's going to be very interesting. It's yeah. just going to be a very interesting space for this audio. Yeah, audio I think it's very encouraging as well because, I mean, I was speaking to this person through Lunch Club, actually. Mm. He's a VC in mm. India. And he was saying that, oh, you know, I invest very much in search engines that are audio based because actually a lot of people can't read especially read in english and so audio is the only way forward and yeah. i mean like if you use audio you can reach people that actually aren't even on the platforms yet and you don't even realize it exactly exactly then yeah it's been an awesome 15 minutes you know we had it's a very insightful and it's a very interesting journey that you had buying the samsung microphone just to start off your podcast you know not everybody does that you know that commitment level i i i like that to be honest because for me i'm an audio guy yeah <laughs> i love a good audio i mean yeah. who doesn't who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't yeah and this script as well you know this script amazing app, really amazing app. now as a wrap-up question i ask this to all the guests who come on the show 
what did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> Whoa, so I had a lot of things this morning. <laughs> I had mi curry, yong tau fu. I had, because I went out with a bunch of friends, right? And I right, had right. yong I had um, this nian uh, gao. I had um, so many things. Char siu pao, egg tag, everything. <laughs> it was a feast. That's like a hearty <laughs> breakfast. I'm <laughs> <It's> full. Like, <laughs> good. That's good breakfast. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Lingya. Lingya, thank you for coming on Magic Mike. I hope you had a great time and I hope the listeners had a great insightful listen as well. Yes, I hope that they learned something as well. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> <laughs>